Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Your Village podcast, Parenting Beyond Discipline, the place to learn about all things parenting and get your questions answered. I'm your host, Erin Royer. I don't know about your kids, but mine, and I know they're still young, but they tend to think a whole lot more about what they aren't getting than what they are. Now, this is normal for kids whose needs are well taken care of, but I do want them to have a greater awareness of what the world is like for many people. I want them to appreciate what they have and for them to want to help those who are not as fortunate as they are. And it seems like kids these days, oh man, I sound just like my parents, or maybe it's my grandparents, kids these days. But it does seem like kids these days get an awful lot of instant gratification. And they seem to have a lot of stuff, not just material stuff, but also experiences much earlier than previous generations. Depending on how this is all handled and how it's balanced out, if it is at all, it can lead to entitlement. It seems like this attitude gets kicked up even more around the holidays. So how can we help our kids remember the true spirit of the holiday season? Giving to those less fortunate, families without homes and or jobs, gratitude for all that we have, when there is, for many of us, so much excess. I had a mom share a story with me just the other day. She said that her 14-year-old daughter's class was paired up and they were to interview each other and write a biography about that other person. Her daughter got a classmate who was living in her car with her mom. The dad was in jail for domestic violence, but was about to get released, and they were very afraid for their safety. So they fled their home and left everything. Now, this woman's daughter was so moved by this girl's story that she wanted to do whatever she could to help. She went through all of her clothes and found two huge garbage bags of clothes to give to the family. Also, the mom reached out to this other mom and was able to help her secure housing. She said it really opened up her daughter's eyes as to what life is like for many other people. Her daughter then signed up to volunteer at a domestic violence shelter. This mom and daughter were able to make a huge difference in another family's life that had been torn apart. They were both moved to continue helping even more. So while we don't all get presented with an opportunity to learn about other struggles and help support them in this personal of a manner, we can go out and find those opportunities. We can adopt a family for the holidays. And I like the ones where the kids learn about the family and their struggles and about the kids, like what grades they're in and what they like to do which can really help them connect and make it more real. And if you can even hand deliver the meal or gifts to them, that's all the better. The kids can help with the entire process from gathering things around the house that they no longer need like clothes and toys and also help shop in the stores for anything the family needs like food, toiletries, or any gifts. If the kids are old enough to volunteer at a shelter or soup kitchen, this is another great way to do something as a family to give back. 
There are so many opportunities and ways to give time and help others in need, such as for older kids tutoring with younger kids who are struggling in school. Lots of places of worship, churches, temples, and mosques offer opportunities to volunteer with their religious community on projects like fixing up an inner city school, building housing, preparing meals, or putting together care packages. Emphasizing that holidays are about being together with family and friends. Having kids help decorate the house and help bake and cook, baking together is such a bonding experience, and even toddlers can and do love to help in the kitchen from dumping to mixing. Playing together, whether it's games, arts and crafts, or with younger kids building blocks, imaginary play, or drawing and painting, the extra time off from schools, and for working parents, hopefully extra time off from work, gives us more opportunity to bond as a family. The other side that we need to keep a close tab on is overindulgence. Being careful not to overindulge our kids. Overindulgence is more than just too many toys or big expensive toys. That's just one small piece of it. I will be adding a class on this down the road, but it's a good piece to discuss here because it really fits this topic of teaching gratitude around the holidays. Now, overindulgence comes from a good place. It's wanting kids to have the best and wanting them to have a great childhood, but it can be dangerous and get in the way of raising successful, happy, well-adjusted kids. Overindulgence is meeting way more wants than needs. So we need to talk with our kids about wants and needs and what the difference is. It's fine to want something. We all want stuff. But it's also important to know when it's a want versus a need. We've all heard our kids say, I need that, whatever it is, a football, a video game, a bicycle. So it's our job to then coach our child on the difference between a want and a need. So overindulgence is giving too much or too soon or for too long. Too soon is experiences that are not age appropriate. I get asked a lot from my kids, can I watch this movie or that movie? Usually it's the same two to three movies that keep coming up and the answer is still no, they are not age appropriate. Just to set some more foundation, as part of the self-esteem movement, we made a big shift starting somewhere in the early to mid 1980s to trying to get kids to feel good about themselves without building a foundation. It's like trying to make a kid into a doctor or a concert pianist without having them go to medical school or residency, without practicing and performing the piano. That sounds crazy, but it's what this shift has tried to do. We cannot spoon feed self-esteem. It cannot be given. It has to be built. It comes from rising to a challenge and working hard for the achievement. Happiness and self-esteem are outcomes based on that foundation and hard work. Now, I have an episode on self-esteem, episode number two, if you're interested in learning more about that. I also have two classes on ways to build a foundation for and true self-esteem on the website at yourvillageonline.com under the development tab. One class for age five and under and the other class for kids ages five and over. To me, there is nothing more important than my family's health and well-being. We all know the quality of the air in our home is important. But did you know indoor air quality can be up to 100 times dirtier than outdoor air? I've got to tell you about Puro Air. In 30 minutes, this device will remove allergens, dust, smoke, dander, and gases from the room. 
Puro Air uses a stronger filter called a HEPA-14 that filters pollutants at a microscopic level and is backed by scientists from Harvard and MIT. In laboratory studies, users saw noticeably cleaner air in just 30 minutes. When it comes to babies and children, there's nothing worse than dealing with a cranky baby or child who can't sleep because of congestion. Air purifiers can help reduce congestion and improve immune system function to fight those winter colds and flus. I use my Puro Air purifiers to clean the air in my home, especially in our bedrooms while we sleep. It has a quiet, relaxing hum and cleans the air from pet dander, allergens, viruses, dust, mold, odors, and contaminants. It has four levels, low, medium, high, and sleep and four different timer options so you can customize it to your home and your needs. Check out Puro Air at getpuroair.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. Puro Air is the only air filter that uses a HEPA-14 filter. That's getpuroair.com. Hey, Parenting Beyond Discipline listeners. Ready to create a home that fosters love, warmth, and style? Look no further than HomeThreads, your partner in crafting a nurturing environment. At HomeThreads.com, explore a thoughtfully curated collection of furniture designed for families who believe in positive parenting. From cozy reading nooks to durable playroom essentials, our pieces are crafted to enhance your parenting journey. HomeThreads has an incredible selection of furniture, decor, and accessories like throw pillows, blankets to snuggle under for family movie nights, or reading time that helps you create the warm, cozy home that is the foundation for happy family memories. I love all the great pieces I've gotten from Home Threads to finish the look in my home. Gorgeous yet durable and cozy accent throw pillows, blankets, and some really cute wall decor. I have an ocean theme throughout my downstairs, so I got a couple of really great wall pieces to finish that look and some picture frames for the family photos. Visit homethreads.com parenting today and get a code for 15% off your order. That's homethreads.com parenting parenting to get your code for 15% off your order because great parenting deserves a great home. Home threads love where you live. Now, just to share another personal anecdote about building self-esteem, as you know, if you've listened to some of my other episodes, my oldest who is seven is a pretty talented swimmer. In swimming, kids are divided into age groups for competing ages five and six, seven and eight, nine and 10, etc. Sometimes they'll blend a few of those together. So he's already on the younger end of this age group, racing against eight-year-olds. But for some reason, they also have this seven to 10 age group. I guess it's for kids who are ready to race longer events. And his coach put him in the seven to 10 age group for this last meet. There's already a big difference in physical development between seven and eight. But between seven and 10, it's astronomical. He did well and all was fine the first day, but on the second day of the meet, he disqualified on the IM, the individual medley. It was his breaststroke kick. It's very technical, and he sometimes gets DQ'd for that. Well, then he did the 100 backstroke and got DQ'd for supposedly turning to his front before touching the wall. So he DQ'd twice in a row, which he's never DQ'd on the backstroke before. It was a tough blow, and he was feeling pretty bummed after that. But he went back and did his last event of the day, and he did great. But that's the foundation for self-esteem we want to build, being able to take those bumps in stride and get back out there. So I know this was a bit of a tangent, but it does illustrate the importance of building a foundation for true self-esteem. 
rather than a false sense of self-esteem that would crumble at the smallest obstacle. So now I'll get into some of the ways of overindulging that we can all work to avoid, whether it's during the holidays, birthdays, or just in general. The first way of overindulging is buying too much stuff, too many toys. When there are too many toys, children don't play with them and they don't play as in-depth, which is very important for their development. So you can actually take half the toys to a storage area in the garage or a closet that the kids don't have access to and rotate them out every couple of months to avoid this. So an overabundance of too many toys and presents can be a challenge in big families around the holidays. So you can work with your family to figure out how to keep things from getting too out of hand. My family has gone from everyone getting something for everyone to one cousin picking a name for another cousin to this year, each family buying a family gift, getting each other something that is for family time, like museum tickets, movie tickets, etc. Now, my twins just had their birthday. I spent three to four hours cleaning through old toys, and I'm still not done. So when I spoke with one of my sisters, we both agreed that our kids all have plenty of stuff, and we don't want any more of it in our houses. Also, too many clothes. When kids have too many clothes and they don't even get the opportunity to wear them before they outgrow them, they don't appreciate it. And then they're always asking for more. Or getting our kids too many replacements for something, whether it's hats or gloves, we teach our kids it's okay to lose stuff because we just have more. And then they don't care for their things. Once kids have things that are theirs, they should be learning how to take care of them, that we respect our things. So we don't want to keep replacing clothes, books, or toys. Once they're broken or lost, they're gone. Another way of overindulging is giving things or experiences that are not appropriate for the child's age or interests. Sometimes we really want to share something we loved as a kid with our kids, or we want to experience something, whether it's a ride or a game or a movie. And so we take our kid before he or she is really ready. And that if we do that too much, it's actually harmful to their development. Something like letting a five-year-old dress like a 20-year-old, letting an 11-year-old watch an R-rated movie, or not having a curfew in the tween years. There's too much power and too much freedom too early before they are ready and they can't handle it. Too much information than they're ready for is called parentifying or adultifying a child. It's important to let our kids be kids and develop through their ages. Now, my now six-year-old daughter really loves makeup and she'll get into my drawer and put on this like ridiculously dark reddish maroon purple lipstick that I don't even wear. I wore it for my wedding and I never wear it. And she loves to wear it and she'll put it on her lips and she looks like a clown and then she wants to go out of the house in it and I won't let her. And one time she actually wanted to wear it to school and I said, absolutely not, no way. So when considering experiences and trips around the holidays, keep in mind the age-appropriate experiences. They will be able to do all of those other things someday. We all know how fast childhood goes, so there's no need to rush these experiences. There are lots of other ways to overindulge kids, but these are the ones that are most related to the holiday season and creating that attitude of gratitude. But I will create another episode next year about other ways of overindulging and will also create the class as well. Now next week, I'll be talking about educational toys. 
what makes a toy educational, and I'll have a great list of toys for each age group that are both fun and educational. And many of these toys we have gotten for our own kids, and there is something fun on the list for everyone. If you have a parenting question you'd like answered, you can send an email to podcast at yourvillageonline.com. Thanks for listening and see you next time.